Welcome back to Weekly EP. My name is Cody Swanson. This is episode 14 with Haley Palumbo from Chicago, Illinois in the U.S. The record Haley has made that you're about to hear is one of the more interesting and experimental that we've had so far, and I love it. And I love it even more now, knowing how it was made. Hint, international radio stations were involved. My wife and I have one radio in our apartment that we pretty much only use to occasionally listen to Classic Radio, a 24-7 classic music station here in Berlin, and we do that while cooking. But that radio cannot do what Haley's mini radios can. A quick reminder, if you or someone that you know would like to do your own weekly EP, go to weeklyep.com slash submission or email us at weeklyep at gmail.com. As always, we'll do a short intro, listen to the record in full, and then dive into the creator process. But first, here's the taste of that record. Question one, then, is what is your name? My name is uh, Haley Palumbo. Is that the name that you go under for your music, or do you have a name for music projects that you do as well? No, no, I don't. I just go by by Haley Palumbo, my first and, first and last name. Okay, nice. Where did you record this record? Sure, yeah. So um, my studio is um, in Forest Park, Illinois, which is a, uh, a city that's about 10 minutes outside of Chicago, Illinois. So... I recorded it here, um, and the samples that I uh, based the record off of were recorded off of a shortwave radio, and I did a lot of that recording driving, just kind of aimlessly driving around the Forest Park in Chicago area. And when I found that I was getting really good reception, I would uh, stop driving and record the, the sample that way. Oh, man, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's one of my favorite things to do like ever is drive around aimlessly. Like that's, it's, I get a lot of my inspiration for writing and um, making movies and making music. Just um, I get a lot of inspiration driving around aimlessly um, and just, you know, <laughs> seeing unusual things and going unusual places. It's one of my favorite things to do. Why did you decide to do one of the weekly EPs? Something I like doing as an as an artist is um, challenging myself, and I just kind of wanted to see what I was capable of doing in that limited of a of a time frame. Just you know, kind kind of see what what exactly I could get done, and I'm ultimately very very satisfied with with what I created. So I'm really glad that I that I did it, that I took the challenge to complete something that I feel this this strongly about, and that I liked like so so quickly and so fully was uh, an unusual feeling and just really, really welcome and really terrific. Okay. Right on. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And the silly question for you today is 
if you could be any kind of fish, what kind of fish would you be? Oh, um, definitely a, uh, a deep sea fish. Um, there, there's something, uh, really, uh, interesting and admirable about, about the fish that are, you know, hundreds and hundreds, you know, thousands of, of years old that, you know, live at the very, very, very bottom of the ocean. And they're just bizarre and they look demented because they've been in the dark for so long. Um, and that I, uh, see something kind of admirable and, uh, similar to me in, in deep sea fish. So I would, I would be, I would be a deep sea fish of some kind. I'm not sure what species, but definitely a deep sea fish. Nice. It just uh, just makes me think of uh, the life aquatic with Stacey oh, Zoo. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's one in particular. I think it's called a lanternfish, but they they have essentially like dangling in front of them. They have what looks what looks like a street lamp or or a, mm-hmm. a, a hanging mm-hmm. lantern. Um, and I think it's bioluminescent, so it glows, and it's it's fascinating. I love those. All right. Um, well, then to get to the music, uh, Haley, would you like to introduce the album, or do you have anything you want to say about the the name of uh, the name is Hell, right? So, yeah, I wanted to create a record that was comprised almost entirely of field recordings and recordings of interval signals, um, which is uh, something I'll, I'll discuss after we, after we listen to the record. It's an aspect of shortwave radio, which I'm a huge fan of. So I wanted to try to create something that was um, based entirely from those, those samples. And I, that's, this is what, this is what I came up with. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I have to say to introduce it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Awesome. So this is hell by Haley Palumbo. Thank you. 
tell her that you will eat your, drink your water with carefulness. You need water, son. A water shortage? Not very much pure water? So devastating that it causes men and nations to tremble with the shortage of water? Does anybody realize how tragic that is already throughout the world? Well, the New World Order boys are getting ready to uh, take control of the water. And most of us know that a major part of the water supply that provides much of the world's, world's food supply is in the United States of America. So water is going to be an issue, whether we like it or not. I was letting you listen to uh, a gentleman talk about the, the occult, the hidden agenda that has been hidden to most people from the foundation of the world. Much of that was revealed under the ministry of the Apostle Paul and he declared that he had seen and revealed things that was hid from the foundation of the world. How clandestine it was that the conspirator, Lucifer, Satan, would be cast out of heaven and cast down to earth and given the opportunity by Almighty Yahweh to present his agenda as his affront against Almighty God. I only saw my throne. Well, his throne is in the heavens above. He's the prince of the power of the air that is around the earth. And when he was cast down, he uh, turned out the light, went into darkness, and darkness covered the earth. In the midst of that darkness, God said, let there be light. And so the mysteries that were hit, Satan trying to open.
I feel like the only thing you can really say is like, and we're back. Like that's, that's, that's pretty much the best thing I think. Yeah. All right. So yeah. And we're back. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So I want to read uh, just a list of basically these are just the sounds that I thought that I was picking out or kind of just the, the, the sonic sure. patterns that kind of uh, occurred to me or, or I interpreted the things as, and then we can just kind of continue on. Sure. So just uh, reverse speaking looped vocal snippets, singing yeah. bowl type drones, r2d2 style beeps which i thought were really fun um yeah kind of mechanical noises like almost like wooden mechanical noises mm -hmm. um then there was of course some uh actual narrative vocal things about water and occult stuff uh near mm -hmm. the end drumstick percussions uh you know piano chirping birds and then Sounds that sort of elicited a almost like a southern summer night kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know if that's actually worthwhile. I just want to share that. That's my yeah. normally I have notes of like, okay, so I hear bass on this song, but this is just kind of more of an experiential. Right. So I'll explain um, what interval signals are just to to open to open up with that. All these tracks, almost a hundred percent, are based on what in the shortwave radio community, which is some shortwave radio is like my primary interest in what almost all of my records are, are based in shortwave radio samples. Um, but uh, and it, sorry, just uh, real quick for people that don't know or might not understand fully what shortwave radio is, can you just explain the, the physical nature of it or just kind of? Yeah, of course. Um, so I guess shortwave radio is essentially kind of a worldwide broadcasting platform. So you can turn on a shortwave radio and you can hear transmissions from all over the world so you know from from russia asia africa you know louisiana like you you can you can turn on a radio and listen a short radio and listen to radio all over the all over the world so that's that's basically what it is um and you can hear uh amateur broadcasters so people who just you know broadcast whatever comes to mind you can hear truckers that's cb radio um and you can hear truckers talking to each other you can hear fishermen communicating with each other um people in the military uh like it's you you get um a kind of a, a peek into the worlds of millions of different kind kinds of people with different different jobs and different perspectives um and that's that's something something I really like about it is you get a lot of unusual perspectives that you didn't really, you won't really receive by flipping on an, an FM radio, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much what it is. So, yeah. Yeah. Like in a, in, in a, in a, um, easier, more digestible, you know, sentence it's uh shortwave radio is basically worldwide AM FM radio. Like you can listen to the radio all over the world. Cool. Um, oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, so uh, then to get back to the intervals, then. Sure. Yeah. So, um, in interval signals. So when you're when you're listening to when you're listening to FM radio, um, they have these things called bumpers. So essentially, you'll you'll be listening to a song, and uh, they'll cut to an advertisement, and then on the when when you go back to the radio station, they'll play this like ten to fifteen second 
snippet of like, you know, and we're back, FM 89, blah, blah, blah. And like, there'll be some, some music that they produce specifically, um, for, for the, the bumper, if, if that makes sense. So Mm -hmm. in, in the case of an interval signal, they, a lot of countries will compose, um, a short snippet of, of music that sounds like, you know, it, it, it can sound like a, a lullaby or, a, you know, it can be like a national anthem or it can be, you know, orchestral, um, pretty much, pretty much anything. Um, and, uh, I recorded interval signals from all over, all over the world. Um, and I composed this record entirely out of, out of the interval signals. So, um, on this record there, I think there's some from Africa. Uh, there's some North Korean interval signals. There's, um, Chinese interval signals. There's one from, I think Texas, like all, I, I recorded them from all over the world. Um, and I based the entire record off of them. When would these interval signals normally play in from say one from Africa or something like that, or where would the, these play in, in normal broadcast? Sure. So they're, um, they generally play, I would say like every 30 minutes to an hour, um, in between radio programs or in between songs. Um, so it, it's, uh, it, it, it varies. Usually it's like every 30 minutes to an hour, um, you know, after a predetermined amount of of songs have played or, um, after, you know, two radio shows have broadcasted on the station, they'll play, um, the interval signal. Okay. And that could be anything from the anthem of the country where it was broadcast to a local advertisement or a locals, you know, something related to that. It could be, I guess it depends on the country or the, exactly. place the broadcast is. That's exactly right. Yeah. Okay, so I bet, yeah, so then I guess you get a really interesting selection. Right, tons of different stuff. Um, it, it it totally depends on on where it's coming from, too. Like, obviously, a nor- the North Korean interval signals, like, they're very, very patriotic. Um, it's uh, the national anthem of North Korea escapes me at, at this, this moment, but... Um, <laughs> tons of tons of like national anthem and really patriotic stuff um coming out of north korea and then if you go to a country more like uh the caribbean or um you know even like texas or new york state like it'll it'll be a lot more a lot looser um and a lot more um easygoing um instead of somewhere that's like really state run like like north korea like it totally depends on where you go yeah yeah <laughs> oh, yeah um okay so i want to talk more about the way that you collect these interval signals then sure yeah so um i i take my samples a whole whole lot of different ways but i generally record them directly off of a radio and Taking the samples really, it's a, a lot, it requires a great deal of patience. Um, you have to listen to stations extensively. And then when they play an interval signal, you just hit, you hit record and you record the, the entire thing. Sometimes it can take like eight hours to record, you know, four mm. or five signals. So for, for this, for this record, it was a great deal of 
patients um, recording the the samples, and then it took way more time to collect and record the samples than it did to uh, assemble the record itself. So you have the the radio in your car, and then do you have a a tape deck or a digital recorder hooked up to that? And you just pull over to the side of the road when something starts sounding good, or yeah, pretty much exactly. I have um, a really good quality zoom recorder so when i hear something interesting i just hit record on the on the zoom recorder and then also when i am at home which is a uh, less less typical um i have something called a web sdr which is a web based uh software defined radio um so mm. that's essentially um you can listen to shortwave radio within your your browser and oh, a lot wow. of yeah, a, a lot of those radios they literally they have like a record button. So when you hear something interesting, you just hit record, and then you can download the audio file directly from your browser. So I do that sometimes as well. That's cool. Is that something that is um, more or less freely available? Is it something that, that yeah. uh, we could that I could put in the show notes that people could check out? Oh, absolutely. I'll, um, I'll send you the, the URL, but it's, uh, you can literally Google like web SDR and then a website, I forget the URL off the top of my head, but it's like a database of software defined radios from all over the world. Um, and, uh, I use one in the Netherlands. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll send you the link to that. And then anyone who wants to listen to it, they can navigate to it and click around and, and do some listening. That sounds cool. Yeah, that would yeah. be awesome. Cool. Um, okay, so let's say that you're driving around. Do you do you wait until you have all the samples that you think you'll need, and then you set to making the record, or do you maybe record for eight hours and get some samples and think, okay, I'm going to go see what I can make with this? It's less structured than one would think. Um, just when I kind of get the feeling that I have recorded enough um i'll go, go to the drawing board and start constructing things um and then if i if i create a couple of songs and think oh i need some more samples i'll um go back to my radio and start recording more um but generally i just sit and i record some stuff and then i think okay that's that'll probably do it and then i start putting the record together um so i okay. kind of do it that way okay so then once you have these samples, what uh, what does the process look like moving forward from that? Yeah, I'll take a, an interval signal that I find particularly interesting and I'll um, listen through it and think like, okay, so I need to assemble a, what is essentially a rhythm, a rhythm track. Um, what in this signal, like, could I loop that would sound rhythmic in nature? So, um, occasionally it'll be like somebody, somebody speaking and I'll think, okay, that has kind of a nice rhythmic quality to it. I'm going to sample that little bit of it. I'm going to loop it and I'm going to put, um, put process it and put some effects on it to kind of emphasize the, you know, certain qualities. Um, so I'll, I'll do that. Like if I want to create a rhythm track, for example, um, and then when I want to do something more, you know, melodic, I'll, you know, for example, I'll take a uh, a snippet of 
somebody playing like a horn or a flute or what have you. And then I'll, I'll loop that and I'll, you know, process it to make the melody more emphasized. And so I'll do that and then I'll, I'll, I'll layer them on top of each other to make what is essentially um, a song. And that's what I did on this record. Okay. And so in this case, all the, you were saying pretty much all of it came from these sampled intervals, like the piano, everything like that. Yeah, it was basically all interval signals, um, but there there were a couple a couple parts of, of the record that weren't necessarily interval signals. Like for example, uh, you you were you were saying that there you heard some kind of like R two D two esque like be, beeping <laughs> noises, and uh, yeah. those were not necessarily interval signals, but um, some of it was Morse code that oh, I. Okay. Yeah, that I, I that heard, you know, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That That's, you know, the that's the R2-D2 esque kind of beeping um, sounds. But yeah, it's, it's Morse code generally that I pick up um, just, you know, randomly scanning around for, for interesting frequencies. You know, I'll find some Morse code and think that would make an interesting rhythm track on a song. And then I'll just, um, I'll loop it and I'll, I'll kind of cut it up and make it, you know, make it fit the track but um yeah so there's that's some of it and then on one track there is somebody kind of talking about about water and sort of a uh, mm-hmm. a um post apocalyptic kind of doomsday prepper way like um yeah. so the the guy talking is a shortwave radio uh figure that I'm really obsessed with his name is brother stare um, so mm. Brother Stare is a really notorious um, shortwave radio uh, preacher um, who is right. uh, he's okay. he's pretty crazy. He um, purchases like I, I think he's bought like bought out like a hundred radio stations and he he broadcasts his preaching on it uh, on them like t- literally 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So if you turn on a shortwave radio, like at any time, like from midnight, you know, to three in the morning or noon or whenever you will catch this crazy guy, um, rambling about like just, just insane stuff. So I caught him talking about, um, like a water shortage, if I remember correctly. Mm. And I thought like, that's this, this, this is insane. Like this would make a really good song. So I, I, I re- recorded it and I, uh, put it, put it in a song. And I thought like that, that sounds really good. Um, this guy's crazy and I'm glad I got to use him in, in my music in some way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, I mean, people like that, right. They always have this thing where it's like, you start listening to them and you're like, yeah, yeah, sure. Like, yeah, the water shortage is going to be, it's going to be a really intense deal, you know? And then some of them start talking about like, and that's where it says in such and such that the angel and will like come down and yeah. the devil is in the, you know, and you're like, uh-oh, like. Yeah, yeah um, exactly. You're like, oh, okay, maybe you're on to something. And then he, you, you, yeah. they go on like off on a religious tangent and you're like, oh, okay, never, you lost me. Like, I don't, <laughs> never yeah, mind. It's, it, yeah. You know, not to, uh, not to this is not an actual critique of, uh, you know, religion to any listeners out there, but it's, uh, definitely it's not, not about, not about religion at all necessarily. It's just that like fanatic, fanatical attitude, you know, where, where they they could be talking about, about anything. And like, they just, they get so wrapped up in whatever it is. And so into it that they kind of like lose the, the listeners, like, um, 
you know, interest or, or common knowledge because they just get so wrapped up in whatever it is. And that's, uh, that's exactly what happens with, with brother Stare. Like he, uh, he gets, he gets so self-involved or so involved in like whatever he's talking about that he completely loses any connection with the listener. And that's why he's so fascinating to talk to is he's just like, Mm -hmm. he's, he's crazy. Like he's, he's, he's just losing his mind. He's nuts. Um, are there any other uh, shortwave celebrities or personalities or kind of things that you have noticed that pop up a lot that are not, you know, they're not jingles or they're not, you know? Not so much. Um, and that's actually something I, I really like about shortwave radio is um, you do not come across tons of the same voices when you're when you're just scanning it because um, there are. It's it's basically a, a pedestal that anyone in the world can step on and start start talking from. So you'll mm-hmm. you'll get like all kinds of people talking, and like you'll ne- sometimes you'll never hear the person talking again. Um, mm-hmm. So it's there's a huge variety of different voices. Brother Stare is just unusual because he must spend like five to ten thousand dollars a month purchasing wow. radio stations yeah so you'll hear him all of the time but then like I wonder where no he gets all that money oh yeah he spends an outrage he, he he's he has tons of money and he spends an outrageous amount of money buying radio stations but yeah he's the only guy i can really think of that you hear more than more than once really it's just him hmm. that's that's really wild i mean I, yeah I, I was gonna i was thinking earlier it's like it kind of uh feels like a uh like a proto Twitter. Totally. If everyone could use Twitter, but they could only say one thing once. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's perfect. That's a, actually a great way to put it is uh, it's, it's really exactly like a, a social network in that way where you just click around on it and you see, especially on Twitter, you'll see like a million people talking and that's pretty similar to what shortwave radio is. It's just like, everybody has a voice and they can they can provided they have a radio and they have a way to broadcast they can say mm-hmm. whatever they want it's uh it's exactly like twitter it really is <laughs> exactly do you ever get a feeling of almost like anxiety if you're somewhere realizing that like maybe if you had your radio you could catch something really good yeah, at that yeah. time yes actually yeah absolutely <laughs> i'll uh you know, I'll be I'll be sitting in the waiting room of a of a dentist or whatever, and I'm like, man, <laughs> I wish I had my radio because I know yeah. someone's saying something crazy right now, and I can't hear it, and it's driving me nuts. But yeah, no, like, totally, I totally feel like that. And how did you? Um, I mean, it's such a a unique and interesting way of kind of approaching uh, music and, and sampling and. Uh, yeah. Kind of, uh, you know, uh, found, found noise and stuff in general. Like how did sure. you get started down that path? Like did someone just give you a radio or did you just get it or. Yeah. Yeah. So my, um, my late, my late grandfather, we were at a family gathering, I believe, I believe it was like a barbecue and he had a, uh, a Halicrafters radio. Um, Halicrafters is a Chicago based, um, company who created some of the first consumer grade shortwave radios, but he, he had one. Um, and we sat at the, uh, dining room table 
while everyone was outside um, hanging out and we just listened to shortwave radio, in particular Radio uh, Havana, which is a a, uh, radio station in in Cuba. We listened to it for hours uh, together. And that's kind of when I was 13, that's kind of what kickstarted my interest in in shortwave Mm -hmm. radio was sitting and listening to the radio with him that one particular night. Um, and, uh, wow. I, I listened to, I, I got a shortwave radio a couple weeks after that, my own radio. And I, that's kind of how it got started. I listened to it obsessively, like for, you know, not every day, but like a few times a week for many, many years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. And, um, now I'm kind of wanting to get, a. Uh, shortwave radio too but i just don't know where i'd put it in my house but i have kind of a ludicrous amount of radios like i'm i'm looking around at my studio right now and i have over 60 like i i have i have been saying yeah yeah i have a ton of radios um but uh i can um recommend a few like i just helped my friend pick one out and uh she wanted a kind of a survivalist type radio and i recommended her with her one with like a, it has a hand crank for you to generate mm. energy so you don't have to plug it in but like there's really a type of shortwave radio for for everybody so if you want one that's more portable and smaller for your house i can recommend one um there's there's radios for all kinds of different budgets and limitations there's there's tons and i'm kind of kind of geeking out about radio right now but there's so many different radios kind of one for everybody even if one person heard this and decided to buy a radio, like I, I, I will have, I will have done my job. I'll have uh, spread, <laughs> spread the, the gospel about shortwave radio. Um, so that's, yeah, that'd be really cool. I really enjoyed uh, listening to your record. You sent it with a little caveat that if, if it didn't fit um, the, yeah. you know, the general scope of the, the podcast that, that, you know, it was okay you have a, a pretty wide wide range of, of of stuff that you you cover but like i i sent it i sent it over to you and i listened to it again i'm like wow this record is really really weird like <laughs> like i'm i'm even having trouble i'm having trouble talking about it or i mean not right now but like when i made it i was like like what am i gonna say about this crazy record um that i made uh so yeah i was just like whoa you know what if nobody has anything to say about this weird weird record (laughs) um it's too hard to talk about so i was like okay maybe i should you know send a little caveat like yeah hey if uh this was just too too bizarre or too like out of you know frame of reference of a you know rational person like that's fine but um i'm glad i'm glad that you enjoyed listening to it and that you uh you had, you know, a lot to say about it. I really, I appreciate that. So I, I know you mentioned this earlier, kind of at the beginning, but um, I always ask people at the end uh, to reflect on, you know, the record now that it's done, you know, how, how do you feel about the process or about the, the completed thing? Yeah, no, I am. Um, I feel like it kind of um, expanded my, my uh, skill set. Um, and that I was able to really think about the process of making a record in a very economical way and like really survey, like, what does it take to create a record? What do I need to focus on? Like, what, what do I need to like really kind of hone in on to get this done 
in a very um, quick and economical and like no wasted time way. So I really was able to kind of inventory what what exactly is is important about making making a record. So that was very um, beneficial to me and uh, really a good thing, good mental exercise and also really uh, caused me to do some self-reflection on what what I do right as a composer and, you know, how uh, just I I impressed myself by producing something (laughs) this this um, this good in that short of a span of time. So, yeah, it was a. it was, it was, it was great. It was an excellent process. And, um, I would be happy to try to create a record in a week at some time in the future. Again, um, it's just how much I liked it. That's uh that's all. Yeah. That's all great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I keep joking, <laughs> uh, from time to time about how eventually there probably will be a guest where it's like, so how do you feel about this record? And they'll just say, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I hated it. It sucks. Yeah, no. I, no. I failed. This is garbage. I'm never going to show it to anyone, you know. And I'll be like, okay, well, thanks. You know, I'm glad you right, tried no. it at least. But uh... <laughs> yeah, no, I um, I was uh, fully, I was ready to like think that this is bizarre. I don't like, I don't like this record at all. But like, it was the total opposite, and I'm thrilled with how it came out, and I'm v- very excited about it. But. Yeah, I'm sure you'll probably you'll probably have a guest at some point who like if just the process just was not was not for them and it's like not you know not in line with how they generally work. But for me, it mm-hmm. was um, it was an excellent process. I loved it. That's great. I'm so happy that you were part of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was happy to be a part of it. Thank you. So uh, Haley, like, what's the best way for people to find more of your music or your art or your film projects? Sure. Um, if you uh, go to my website, it, uh, it's HaleyPalumbo.com. Um, that's the best way to find like my music videos and my music. My band camp is linked there. My Instagram is there. So that's definitely just go to my website and check my all my work out that way. That's like the best possible way to do it. Okay. So that's kind yeah. of the hub. Yes, absolutely. Okay, right on. Um cool. Yeah, okay. Well, it's uh it's been uh a lot of fun talking to you about this. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh this is a whole new world of uh shorthand radio that I had never even kind of considered. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm I'm glad to have um kind of op- opened that up to you and and you know, I'm glad you you reevaluated it and again, if you need any recommendations or if anyone listening needs any recommendations for radios to buy or what have you, please just reach out to me, you know. Um you contact me through the contact form on my website or what what have you. I'm happy to talk about shortwave radio endlessly and recommend you a radio <laughs> if you'd like. Awesome. Thanks so much for uh, for, for talking and uh, yeah. for doing this. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to another episode of Weekly EP. Once again, my name is Cody Swanson. Well, man, what a cool way to make music. 
after learning how that record came together, I wasn't really sure how to move forward in the conversation other than to just blurt out my many questions. And I hope the conversation that came from that was also an interesting one for you, dear listeners. Even though it was a weird record, and it was weird, I'm so glad that it made it on to the podcast, and I encourage anyone who is interested in doing some radio samples or late-night radio listens to contact Haley and get some recommendations. You can get in touch with Haley, as well as listen to more music and watch some cool films at www.haleypalumbo.com, and of course there's also haleypalumbo.bandcamp.com. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe and rate it wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps a lot. Also, you can follow us on Instagram. And you can find all the episodes and more on our website, weeklyep.com. If you or someone that you know would like to do your own weekly EP, please get in touch. We would love to hear from you.